0: of action podcast will bring on seller men men who a zero until they recognize that, that warrior inside them that warrior king ready to take action responsibility for life so that way they can become man of action today i got matt moore who's the founder of elevate matt welcome to the podcast
1: man thanks for having me brother i'm excited to be here
0: Yeah, i've been wanting to bring you on for a long time i love all this type i love how you talk about god i love how you hype other men out and man Like that's just incredible that you step it up to really found a niche to really want to help other men. So, who is Matt? Let's let's figure out a little bit more. Who about who you are to the audience?
1: Yeah, um, obviously my name is Matt. I'm I'm 20 years old and I just moved down to the great sunshine state um, down here in Orlando, Florida, soaking up the vitamin D. And I, I just I am a guy who just likes to pour belief into others. I just like to see the potential that people have and help them to actualize that. And I like to equip them with the tools that they need to get there, whether it's simply just support, whether it's training, nutrition, um, you know, entrepreneurship, business advice, whatever it may be. I like to just pour into other people.
0: Nice. Have you always been like that? What did that come from that wanting to pour into other people?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, growing up, I was, I was, always playing baseball. I was big on the baseball field and I was a leader um, in the, in the baseball space. And I, I knew that the better the people around me were, the better I was, the better we mm-hmm. were together. And so I think elevate, it really resembles that, that team approach from that I had from baseball is like, if I can make all of these guys around me better, better than they already are, they will then in turn, make me better. We will then go make an impact on other people and just, just make people better overall. So think I realized at a very young age that people around me are better I am better and that, that's just all I'm trying to do now
0: and that's amazing that's what I love about sports is because when you really get into that teamwork mindset you know not only do you want to get better but you know that you are also challenged by your teammates to push you to be better
1: yeah absolutely and it's It's something that I've always just had a natural gift for, I would say. Mm -hmm. Just God just gave me a natural gift. Um, You know, I I was definitely naturally talented, physically gifted um, from an athletic standpoint. And I've definitely been naturally given the gift of being able to pour into other people. So God gave me a gift and I'm just trying to use it for as much capacity as I can, brother.
0: Amen. So what caused you to want to start like elevate? Like what caused you to feel like? Like this is what we need. We need a place for fitness and health since I know it's been pretty much a whole entire story is that kind of, especially since doing baseball.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, What caused the start of elevate was I just wanted to normalize the path, less traveled, Right. Mm. So it's like, for me, I chose not to go to college and in today's world that can be very, you know, the society gives you like two options. It's go to college or fail, college or failure. Those are your two options. And I chose, in people's eyes failure, but I knew to me it was not failure. And then I started down this path of self-development ultimately. And I realized that the pressure of the world to just fit in and just be average, nobody wants to see you be better than them. They just all want to kind of just be sheep and, and move together, flock together. And just if everybody's average, nobody's insecure type Mm -hmm. of deal. And I just knew that that was never me. I knew I was naturally called for more and then I started connecting with people on Twitter that were also like that. They felt called for more. They just had this physical environment that was restricting them, holding them back, telling them they weren't meant for more, telling them they should not go to church or not pray or mm. go to the bar or, or go to that party. And I was like, I just need to create an environment that normalizes the path less traveled. And here we are now.
0: Oh. You know, I knew about Elevate, but I didn't know too much about the backstory. That's amazing that you just saw a need a new one, you went all the way forward. Because yeah, another thing that's not really emphasized is it's even trade schools, you know, it's either, again, like you said, you need to go to college or you don't. You know, a lot of times, you know, college isn't for everybody, so why not? I don't, I don't, I don't also recognize that, you know, when I go to like a trade school, I'd be a plum electrician especially do like an yeah. apprenticeship type job. And, you know, you do about five years. I know a few people in those and who can be successful. Just It's going to take a little bit longer.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think we've all kind of got this vision that God has placed on our heart, you know, and you, you can kind of feel when you go against that, it's like, ah, oh, you know, this path is kind of wrong. You know, you should maybe not go down that path, but the worldly mm-hmm. pressures kind of force you down certain paths whether you feel this call to go to trade school or go to college or start your own business or whatever it is, you know, it's different for everybody. I understand that entrepreneurship is not for everybody. College is not for everybody. Trade school is not for everybody. Everybody has their own path, but I believe that God has given everyone a vision and I just simply want to open up people's eyes to the opportunities of how they can achieve that vision and equip them with those tools. Like I said, in the beginning,
0: that's awesome. I mean, it takes someone, really courageous to go and do that, to look at, you know, to have that heart. I just got done reading uh, 25 Laws of Impossible by Patrick that david And at mm-hmm. the end of his chapter, it's like really is having that courage, you know, facing that fear. But it's about having that heart. Like we look at the player has a lot of heart. Who's going to make the last gaming play? You know, that last basketball shot or that home run or grand, grand slam that they need to win the game. So it's awesome that you saw a need and you just went for it and obviously really focusing heavily on God to be obviously directing you to achieve that. You know, how did God uh, come into your life and to play that kind of key role?
1: Yeah. So faith has kind of always been around for me. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of something that my grandpa is actually a pastor in my hometown. Um, so it's kind of something that's just always been on the back burner for me. It's like, I knew there was a God. And I knew I should be taking higher action. I knew my actions didn't really align. But we never really went to church. You know, my dad worked night shift and I was constantly playing baseball. So we never really went to church. And it wasn't until I chose not to go to college. And then I kind of started figuring out life for myself is is when I ultimately found God. And I, I didn't find him until I was having a conversation with my brother and we were talking about, you know, Sunday service, right? We were talking about Sunday service. And he was just saying like, I hate how people kind of wear like these, you know, suits and stuff to church. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you know, they're trying to show up, you know, the Sunday best. They're trying to look good. And he was like, yeah, but like God sees you the other six days of the week. Like, why do you try to be somebody you're not when you go to church? Right. And I was like, wow. Like that really hit me because I always deemed like church is this like, or religion and faith is this like traditional path. Like you have to go to church. You have to pray a certain way. You have Mm -hmm. to be a certain way. And then when he kind of hit me with God sees you the other six days of the week, I was like, God is always with me. He's in everything. Right. And that kind of made it click for me is that God is in everything I do. He's in this tweet. He's in this, you know, just us getting on this podcast right here. He's in me sharing to you and just saying, hey, man, you look good today, bro. Like, yeah. you know, you crack that smile. And it's like that is just God shining a light through you. So once I realized that it's not a traditional path, it is simply a relationship with your creator, God. And, and that's whatever capacity you need it to be, whether it's you just talking to somebody one-on-one, you know, talking with him in prayer or mm-hmm. whether it's, Hey, I just, I really need um, just some uplifting, encouraging thoughts in my life. Like God will take care of those things for you if you just go ask him. And so once I realized I could develop this relationship with him in anything, that's when it all changed for me. That's when kind of it all started
0: that's awesome that's really incredible and especially someone at a young age too to realize all this and have those deep level conversations and that's why it's always amazing to that's why you got to learn from everybody right that's why scripture talks also about let the wise listen so they can add on to the understanding knowing that you're not going to have everything figured out and the moment you say you know everything is the moment you know nothing (laughs) and you limit your potential and you really honestly limit your potential to learning and growing and i've been on a little bit of a pat you know patrick Pat, david kind of listening sphere since i kind of took your advice actually and how i remember probably a few months back you just were gonna like no electronics no nothing and just go for uh, that walk yeah so just kind of get that detox and really connecting with god and so it's really been just trying to learn learn more and grow about business in that kind of sense and he does talk about these like different level systems and you have to be humble. You have to show humility to always learn and grow and study so that way you can get to that next level. And for you, I mean, you're getting there. I mean, you've made tremendous gains in the way you communicate, the way your tweets are formed, and the way that you're trying to recruit men to show that they can be more. And that's obviously yeah. needed tremendously in these in this day and age.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it really you know, I actually put this out on Instagram today. It's, it's, uh, you know, preparation ultimately meets opportunity. And Mm -hmm. I think a lack of preparation will make you believe in a lack of opportunity. And I think that people who are constantly acting like they know everything or trying to just constantly put thoughts out into the world that they're better than people or, you know, that things are happening to them, not for them, so on and so forth. They constantly keep missing opportunities because they're not grinding they're not preparing they're not pouring mm-hmm. into themselves you know they're, they're constantly caught up in these worldly distractions that have been placed around us so if you are experiencing you know if you're somebody to listen to this and you're like oh i just don't have many opportunities around me right now it's like it's probably because you're not prepared you have not done the work on yourself to build to be ready for those opportunities because preparation meets opportunity and as i've prepared more and built myself up more I see a wealth of opportunity right now. Like I'm overwhelmed by the opportunity in today's world. Ultimately,
0: yeah, 100. Especially when you are kind of focusing on the model for at least for the season is actions everything. So there is another great video where someone, you know, tipped a waitress a thousand over a thousand dollars. It was a thousand twenty dollars because a few reasons. One, she's been at her company for 20 years, and it was actually that day of celebration, but also she knew everything about her job. She knew the history of the restaurant. She knew how many, about how many employees, and she loved her job. She, so this guy's like, the only reason I posted this on Instagram or wherever it was, was for a few reasons. One, to give the person credit for being an amazing person and actually loving their job actually finding joy in that job, and taking time to always pay attention. You know, pay attention to do you, does your dream need to be filled? Is it about less than halfway and it could be filled up a little bit more? House of food, always checking in. And they're like, you know, there's so much negative, you know, inputs in the world. You know, so much negativity. Why wouldn't I do this to maybe spark a different movement to show kindness to people, that when we see something being do and done right, let's show the world that people can be treated with respect, people can be treated honestly, and let's go and focus on that because all we see is, honestly, a lot of times what we see is hate and anger. We don't see the positivity. Obviously, that take like the news, right? That, that stuff doesn't really sell. If it did, you know, it'd be a much different world.
1: Yeah, fear sells. Fear does. sells. I mean... In, in every capacity, you know, even in fitness and health, you know, you sell somebody off of, you don't want to be overweight, you don't want to be unhealthy, you don't want to be able to play with your kids, or you don't want to be able to walk your daughter down the aisle. Like, it's that fear of what you can't do. And, and I guess I'm on the other side of that with what I'm serving people is like, I'm trying to show people what they can do. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to really get them to actualize that vision that God has for them. And like I said, equip them with where they can go. And I think there's a fear that comes with that as well. It's because like at the end of it all, if, you know, maybe, maybe you are healthy, maybe you, you have, you know, a healthy body, maybe you Mm -hmm. make decent money, but I think there's always more. I think there's more that God has called you for. And I think that if you don't chase that, you will not feel that purpose. So I do think that there is, even though, you know, I'm kind of not selling fear, I'm selling like opportunity and vision, but there still is there still is that fear that comes with it. If it's like, what if I don't capitalize entirely on the vision God has for me, then what?
0: Well, it's, it's powerful in two ways, you know, some it's very powerful knowing what you can do. So it's very empowered. When you tell someone what they can do, like, Hey, if you keep it staying in shape, you can still play along with your kids. You can be that 80 year old who's keeping up with your grandkids and the grandkids are just smiling, laughing and knowing that you have energy. So, it does create a positive emotion knowing what you can do and be more invigorated to go and to achieve it compared to the opposite of fear which can also be motivated but also can paralyze you from actually moving forward so that's why a lot of times we have to have a discussion of that there's really two types of fears fear of success and fear of failure so we focus more on the fear of failure than we do on success
1: yeah, and I, I heard uh, Jordan Peterson say he says, it's all about where you place your fear. Yeah. It's, you know, the the mouse gets paralyzed if the cat is in front of him. Mm-hmm. But if you place the cat behind him, he's going to run further faster than he ever has before.
0: <laughs> that's very true. And you see that, I mean, you see that in life. You you know, my parents have a cat and dog. And when they first introduced the cat, the cat just froze. Because that's what people do. Either we fight, we freeze, or we flee. You know it's yeah. built into us to it's survival there's there's really a fourth one it's called fawn and with that one's kind of like it wants to associate yourself with the stressor it's it's a little bit different so it's always nice to say either mm-hmm. fight freeze or flee yeah so
1: that's good it's good to think about associating yourself you know that becomes your identity
0: yeah well that's why like your approach is that because you really focus on putting God in the mixture and when you put God in prayer, that's what really kind of can really motivate you in a positive way to change. Cause you have to look at yourself and be like, okay, there's a lot of my life I need to change. So what can I do? So when you ask yourself, what can I do? That opens yourself to the possibilities and a lot of times the possibilities can be endless. So that's why I got attention. I saw it's one thing because one thing will lead to two, three, and four.
1: Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, our identity rooted in God is the number one thing we have. Like, I, I don't think you can have anything else outside of that. Like, If you don't have a relationship with God an identity with who you are in, I guess, relative to God, then Mm -hmm. you're not going to, you may have a good life. You may have good things in your life, but it's not going to be great. It's not going to be the best. It absolutely can't be like with, you know, without God, we are nothing. I truly believe that. But once you understand, like with him, you know, when God is for you, nothing can stand against you. Like you said, it's the opportunities are endless. It's like a limitless feeling just such an empowering feeling that you have once you realize he is for you and as long as you are serving in his name he's going to take care of everything
0: yeah like i recently saw that you brought on two new people to your company to elevate and so for you that's realizing that you can't do everything on your own and recognizing who can you trust to do a good job because that's one of the hardest parts about being a business person is like you had to realize that you can't do everything one on your own and two, I make sure you get the right type of hope.
1: Absolutely. And that's, uh, it's been a fun ride thus far, you know, bringing two guys in it's, it's, uh, been very eye-opening though um you know doing something yourself and then trying to teach someone and manage someone else to do it it's it's a whole nother ball game um it's a whole nother ball game and it's a relationship that i've never experienced before you know you you have relationships in your life whether it's you know with a girlfriend or a spouse Mm -hmm. or a brother or a friend but having that like uh employee like manager relationship almost it's like a whole different ball game that i've never had any experience with so and th- But that's, you know, just a lot of entrepreneurship. It's just taking that leap and just figuring it out, stepping into the dark. And, you know, like you said, this is a, a man of action podcast. So, like, if someone's all listening right. to this and they're thinking about taking action and becoming an entrepreneur, like, understand, like, all I've done is continue to step into the dark and just figure it out every single time. There's been fear. There's been nerves. There's been anxiety every step of the way. But it's all about, like I said before, where you, <clears throat> where you place that fear in your life. And I've just continued to place it behind me and using it as a motivator. So this, you know, bringing on two guys—that's that's a lot of nerves. That's a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. Now I got two people to take care of and pay. And, right. uh, so it's it's been scary, but it's been rewarding. It's been a ton of fun, and it's it's way more fun than building alone.
0: Well, plus thankfully you got a brother who's good at financials, so that also helps.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's been a he's been a lifesaver. He just set me up for my. Uh, you know, 2022 taxes. He had my tax projection nailed out. Um, All my files were in order. I mean, everything was, was awesome. So without him, I I definitely don't think I would, you know, maybe I'd still be in business, but I would not be in the position I am today. So I think everyone, you know, if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, like whether it's Mitch or somebody else, obviously I highly recommend Mitch. I might be a bit biased, but I definitely think you should go get someone to get your back in straight because you did not start a business to become the financial guy. You started a business to crush in whatever lane it is that you work in.
0: Right. Yeah, I those financial guys are great, especially if you can form relations. I just recently had a meeting with one of them and, gonna you know, hopefully be attending some business meetings with, and hopefully, you know, obviously that will hopefully lead to, you know, future partnerships and future mentors because that's the one thing everyone should really have is, is a mentor in their life. And that's not always easy to find.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think mentors are the only thing that can, you know, just expedite your process. Mm-hmm. Uh, just completely take you from where you are and just fast forward time. And those force multipliers are are what you need. Like that's exactly what you need. Whether it's hiring more people, whether it's getting a mentor to expedite your time and mm-hmm. and your your processes. Like you need more and more and more of that. How can I make this thing compound way faster? And a mentor if it's a good one, it's right. just going to skip you from point A to point B, like a shortcut in a race. Ultimately.
0: Well, it's not necessarily about being a shortcut. It's about taking all their wealth of experience and applying it to your life. So that's why books are so important because you gain someone's 20 years of experience in like 200 pages and kind of gives you that And it's, yes, yeah, it's cheap. It's
1: cheap. Like, like ultimately if you were to hire, you know, some, some of these authors pay them for an hour of their time, it's, thousands and thousands and thousands yes. of dollars because you know you're not paying them for an hour you're paying them for the decades of experience and trials and tribulations that they had exactly. to go through so something like a book you know a 10 20 or even a 30 50 book like that's cheap to get their decades worth of experience and knowledge ultimately
0: yeah well especially with like now youtube right because how many business entrepreneurs are on youtube and financial guys and I was learning about business stuff, I'm watching like financial videos to get an idea of what to talk about. That way when you're in front of somebody, you act like you know what you're talking about. You may not know of the exact details, but you're not coming across knowing nothing. And that's why, you know, what you've been talking about so far is about preparation means opportunity. So it's about being prepared and knowing who you're speaking in front of and that's knowing your audience. So if you, you know, obviously when you talk with Mitch, it's gonna be mostly going to be all the financials. Whether it be taxes and you know setting up uh, payment plans for your employees now.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's you know knowing your audience is definitely very important. With you know these these producers on YouTube or Twitter or whoever it mm-hmm. might be, if we're speaking to you know entrepreneurs again, it's very key that you know who you're speaking to, and and I think another thing is how to speak to them. You exactly, know, people receive communication very differently so yeah well
0: especially when you're looking at the the energy someone has do they have more masculine energy and you can be more straightforward or do they have more feminine energy you have to attach more of the emotion to things and make it more of an emotional connection
1: yeah. The way I look at that and, and communicate with people is I see it as grace and I see it as truth. So kind of what you're saying, grace would be that feminine, truth would be that masculine. Right. So everyone kind of falls within the scale of grace and truth. And the grace, you know, an example of extreme grace would be like, oh, Zach, you're fine. Like probably your mom, like, oh, Zach, you're fine. Like, like you don't need to change, honey. Like you're perfect just the way you are. Like that's complete grace and that's not going to cause any change. Right. But the truth side of it is also not going to cause any change because it's just degrading. It's like, Matt, like you're awful. You should never do anything. Like you need to go do this, 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 and this, and this It's very, super degrading and just, mm-hmm. you know, just super direct. And it's like, these extremes are not going to cause change. You got to find out where someone is on that scale and how to communicate to them at that point. And I also think people fluctuate on this scale. You sure. know, there's a time where I need to get to Zach and be super, direct like hey dude you're just not getting it done like let's step it up but there's also a time where i need to kind of put my arm around you and say hey man like you've been working hard bro like give yourself some grace give yourself some truth like keep going you got this like here's what i think you should do so understanding that and kind of being a chameleon in conversation is is really vital for communication and being able to speak to people
0: yeah and it's about knowing what they need and that's what takes a good coach to be able to do is knowing what people need in that moment I've been listening to a few different things where it talks about time. You know, we don't have a good view of time because we're always projecting it versus this is a moment in time to to take a lot of value in. That time is really made of many little moments. And then to really focus on that is like, what does this person need right now? Do they need a little bit more of a direct approach or do they need a little bit more of a soft approach to keep them going, to keep them motivated? and to help them remind themselves of why they started and to take you know be proud of themselves for taking this journey a lot of times people don't take time to be proud of themselves for how much courage it takes to change your life to, to improve your life to look at the man in the mirror and be like okay you've been in action for years are you happy no all right then we got to get to work we gotta take care of ourselves and that's what i would really call true self-love because in some sense you get self-love as I'm great, I'm wonderful, and I accept me for all that I am. Versus, hey, I love you enough that I'm going to take care of you. We're going to work together to start eating right, exercising, and caring enough for you that we're going to stop hanging around people who are a bad influence on us, the ones who want to drink, smoke, and sleep around. And we're going to start hanging around men who want to maybe talk about the gym, talk about finances, and maybe have a little bit of a sports talk or I know with you, maybe have a cigar and develop some life lessons.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that that's what Elevate is all about is, yeah. you know, creating that environment to where it's, it's natural and it's normal and it's comfortable to come in and have those talks about finance, about business, about fitness, about faith. Like it's normal and encouraged. And that is true self-love inside Elevate. Like that's the standard. That's the culture. Yeah. Like you have to be pushing or – you do not belong in here, but we will exactly, you know, like you said, meet you where you are, come, come to you and and meet you where you are. It's not like a expectation thing. Like it's not you join and we got these like expectations of you. It's like, come as you are, man, we're going to come around you exactly where you are and and progress and help you move along in whatever capacity that looks like. And I, I promise you'll get around this environment and you will level up and you will feel the support of every single guy in there, you know, including yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, and there's been nothing but love in the community, honestly. You know, someone's going through a hard time. You got that prayer request section in the Discord where it's like, hey, I need some prayers. And you see that go, like, it'll be a bunch of fluttering of people needing prayer and people respond and whether they put in that moment a little bit later. But there's always that follow-up. There's always that care and compassion and a lot of that breakdown that someone needs help. There's like five guys right there.
1: Yeah, and, and I think it's like at the end of the day, we are all struggling in some capacity. Yeah. There's no man that, on this planet that is not struggling. Um, and, and if you say you're not, like you're egotistical and you're full of it, right? So That's right. You're, you're struggling more than anyone else, <laughs> right. let's be honest. So at the end of the day, we kind of all understand like, hey, we're all struggling. And I've realized that that vulnerability of whoever is willing to go first, that leadership, like true leadership is being vulnerable. There's so much mm-hmm. strength and vulnerability. Because when I'm vulnerable, of like, hey, Zach, you know, I'm struggling with X, Y, Z, like, I really need help, man. And now next time, like, you're struggling, like, you have felt that vulnerability for me, and I created a safe space for you to feel comfortable sharing. And that that's exactly what we do in Elevate. It's like, guys are stepping up, they're sharing their vulnerabilities. I mean, we had a guy today on the Q&A, he shared about how he was a, a former addict, and he's just creating a space of, just, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be transparent. And then other guys start sharing right in behind him. And mm. now we just have an amazing vulnerable conversation where true growth is happening. We're truly getting down to the root of things, truly talking about God being at the root of it and the foundation of it. So I just want to encourage, you know, all these guys listening, if they're listening, I know they're a leader. If they're a man of action, you know, they're a leader is like true leadership comes from vulnerability. And that's how I've been able to build such a big community just by being vulnerable at every step. Like, I'm not perfect. I'm no better than you, man. I'm right. struggling just the same as you are. Like, come sit next to me and let's let's do this fucking thing together.
0: That's right. Yeah, and that's why we had to look at the difference between vulnerability and weakness. I know Jordan Pearson also talks about that. You know, vulnerability, you, you take a risk to opening up yourselves in some sense to get hurt because you don't know how that person is going to respond, but you're taking a risk to be the true you to take off that mask, great, to take off that mask that, you know, it's the, if you want to do the drama mask, that you're smiling on the outside and you're crying on the inside. To be willing to take that risk versus, you know, weakness is more so, of, uh, well, you know, that screw you, F you mentality. And if you can't mm-hmm. accept me, then see ya. And that's yeah. what really needs to be weak at saying that. Or, got guys who also dog on each other you know, make fun of each other or go through any of that you know what would really be like a weakness because it's like you're just projecting your insecurities on somebody else versus looking at that man in the mirror gotta love michael jackson for that song (laughs) yeah absolutely i know i'm a little bit older than you but uh hopefully you know that song michael jackson man in the mirror
1: oh absolutely that one's not going in my head brother
0: awesome <laughs> uh, you, know, you never know i mean it was obviously it was before my time too but you know it's just one of those like classic songs that just stick with you that if you want to change if you want to change the world if you want to make that impact you have
1: to look at yourself first that's where you start yep powerful so how are you
0: encouraging other men in the elevate group to to be a man of that the action is everything i know that's the model for again for the season so how are you encouraging other guys to live through that model model i I
1: think the biggest thing I'm doing is just doing it in my life. Like I okay. think leaders, leaders go first. Like, yes. I think that is the, the biggest thing right. I'm doing to encourage others is like, Hey, look at me, you're going to join, you're going to meet me and you're going to realize like I'm a normal guy like you, like there's nothing crazy about me. I don't, I don't have a crazy discipline, crazy consistency. Like I just literally have a will and mm-hmm. a commitment to myself and to god that i'm going to live out this vision and and maximize all of my potential like that is my commitment to myself and to god and so i think number one is, is i'm leading from the front mm-hmm. i'm leading from the front i'm doing the work like nobody in there is doing anything that i'm not and i'm not going to ask anybody to do something that i'm not doing so i'm taking the action myself and then i think number two is just equipping guys with the tools like here's exactly how I got from A to B. Like here's the exact training program I ran or here's my exact supplements that I take or the things that I eat, you know, like we just dropped the recipe book. Like those are the recipes I eat. I do not go beyond that recipe book. Like this is everything that I eat and more. Like I do not go beyond that. Um, And then, you know, the Bible studies, I think the Bible studies have been the most powerful thing thus far is like just you're never going to find a space i don't believe um out there at least i haven't found one where you have such young guys like diving into the word of god and and being vulnerable in in, in you know because i think every generation kind of has different relatable struggles yeah. Like i think we all kind of struggle together and they're all relatable in some sense but you know people who are like-minded in the same age kind of relate even more on another right. level so i think to find young guys that are diving into the word of god i think it's extremely rare and so I think that that's more so how we're empowering people. It's just like, let's get to the word of God. Let's talk about how it applies to us and our generation. And I think that those words have, have been the most empowering.
0: So, what's been an example of you taking a little bit more action, like, and showing a little bit more like vulnerability?
1: Me showing more vulnerability, like, inside of Elevate?
0: Could be inside of Elevate on Twitter or just maybe in your personal life.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we can see it right here on, on this podcast, you know, like me just saying like, Hey man, like I've been scared. I've been terrified. Like there's okay, been sir. days that there's been days, like I've been sitting at this, this desk, like just absolutely paralyzed from the, some of the decisions i made, like, Holy shit. I, I have two employees now. Like, what am I doing? Like, this is crazy. Like it's life is expensive. Like in quarter one, I've already spent a ton of money like to keep the business growing and, and booming. But um, so I just think ultimately that is like, I am myself on the timeline. I'm myself inside elevate. If you get on a call with me, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel and how I felt in these moments. I'm not going to act like I'm sitting here, you know, on a high horse being somebody that I'm not, I guess. I just think my, my transparency mm-hmm. and just my willingness to just let people in at every step of the way, just like, yeah, right now, like I- I'm pretty fucking scared, but I was taking action anyway.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, and you should be commended for that too—to take that action to even come on a podcast that's going to go on YouTube and the other socials. And I know you have your own kind of podcast they do with your brother. And you know, it takes a risk to do something to put yourself out there, and it's it's terrifying. I mean, especially what you and I do. And sometimes it's received well, and sometimes it's not. But I mean, for the most part, I mean, I've experienced on the more the positive side. It's more like once you dive into like healthy eating and like kind of how much you might be eating, that's where I mostly found people getting like pretty, you know, different opinions. Like I remember this one, I said, yeah, just because someone had like a plate of like a lot of protein and uh, the guy was, you know, the guy's still working on losing weight. So I'm just like, Hey, you might want to be a little bit careful how much protein you have, because unless you're really burning it all off, it can sometimes be sort of more fat. And that's why, you know, that's why you have those guys who are, really strong can't eat that much protein because they're always burning it off and then it mm-hmm. went to like this whole like thing i did not expect it was going to go up like you don't know what you're talking about you can eat as much protein i'm doing the carnival diet sounds <laughs> like, like i just all i said was just be careful of how much protein you intake it was like a decent size like steak probably about let's say 12 ounces plus some eggs and maybe a little bit extra so you're thinking Hey, nothing against protein. Protein's amazing. But you obviously have to watch still how much you're eating and what you're putting in. Like, could have been a little bit more vegetables, not gonna lie. But, <laughs> you know, that's neither here nor there. It's just uh, the fact of sometimes you have to be, you have to expect this to be pushed back in some way and not to let that deter you from being the man that God's called you to be, to be the man that needs to take the action taker. And, you know, and that's, well, I think you do a very, I think you do a very good job of that. I mean, heck, you've been getting these shirts and I, you know, having to, you know, contact you a few different times. I know we were talking about this before the podcast and, and you're like on top of it. <laughs> like I was like, for being 20 years old, man, and all that stuff, I was impressed and like your level of pop, I go, like, cool. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to call the distribution and see what's going on. And obviously before that was the email saying, Hey, something happened. There was a glitch in some of the packages. not sure what happened, but we're we're figuring it out. And the fact that you, I, you know, just had some little bit of follow up, like anyone would do. And, but the cool thing was like, you're on top of it. And that's why like, you're clearly a man of action because like, if someone asks you a question, you're going to respond. And if you don't know the answer, you don't have an issue or anything saying, Hey, I don't know, but I'm going to go find out. I'm going to go find out what happened. I'm going to find out and make sure you have all the information. And that is what's very commendable that you have in you already that i know a lot of guys mid-20s 30s 40s who are still working on it i don't want to say they don't have it but they're working on it so the fact that you have this man that's that's going to project you to to a good life it really will because that's what builds that relationship that's what's knowing about your audience and that's kind of what the theme has been so far
1: yeah. I mean, and and I appreciate that brother. And I, I really think I got that, that lesson from my, my grandpa's, you know, he instilled that in me. Is like, do it right or do it again. Yeah. There's the right way to do things or there's a second time, like do it right or do it again. So I've had that from the jump with him from a young age. So mm-hmm. forever grateful for that.
0: Well, it's amazing how it's not always fun learning a lesson in the beginning, but then you look back and you're like, you know what? I'm glad I learned that. something would be incomparably about semantics so i can't tell you how many times i was corrected and you know using words right in the right form context and making sure i knew even what the word even meant and now it's like that's my whole world like i love semantics now i didn't like when i was like getting corrected and everything, but who loves correction you love correction after the fact because then you see how valuable it is you see how valuable all those lessons are and how you just want to continue not only use that to continue make sure your life is well, but also pay it forward, help somebody else.
1: Amen to that brother.
0: And that's why I think you know both of you and I do very well is like we, we both had struggles in life and we want to use those struggles to help someone else not struggle as much in life by teaching them the lessons and developing a, you know communities where people can feel loved and supported and know that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be who you are. Just be a better version of yourself just strive for that you know being better and when you're surrounded by that you want to do nothing but improve like if I'm in elevate and I'm seeing you you know squat or deadlift or bench like in the hundreds I mean that fires me i to be like all right I'm gonna set this big goal and let's see what I can do and like you see other people do that too and they're you know deadlifting 500 pounds and they want to see how much more that they can themselves too, because that's what we surround ourselves with.
1: Absolutely, man. Your environment is truly everything. It is. It sets the tone. It sets the tone.
0: And, and that hopefully hope gives you, you know, who's ever watching this video that encouragement to look at your friends, look at who you hang out with, are they encouraging you to do good, to study, to get good grades if you want to go to college? or to give you that idea about maybe doing some entrepreneur work or go to trade school, or just being the best version of yourself, or you hang out with people who just complain, whether it's government taxes, the news, and just a bunch of negativity, really begin to monitor who, who surrounds you because who you surround yourself with is who you eventually become. And that can be very difficult because there's a lot of times and. You know, in my day job, that sometimes people look at you and be like, "Hey, you know, eventually you're gonna become this way." And obviously, they mean it more cynical. So, if you find yourself that way, start telling them no. I'm not gonna be that way. And you kind of see that it's like you're just gonna be just like your father. You're gonna be like just like your uncle. Someone tells you those kind of messages, tell them no. Tell them you won't allow that to happen to you. And then if I like hell for that for you not to become like that and become the best man you can become. And that's whether you join elevate or another group and elevate a great group. So really take in consideration, of course, that's going to be in the description below because we support men on this channel in all their endeavors. So if you want to get a man is coaching program, get healthy, get fit both mentally, spiritually, and of course, physically and looking good. He's your guy.
1: Amen, man. Amen. I think that that's a, uh a really big deal is having conviction and who you are in the vision, you know, in what, what God has called you to do, what he's placed on your heart is like, you have to be convicted. You have right. to be convicted. Like the world is going to try to tear you down. Your environment is going to try to halt you and keep you down and anchor you. People are going to try to put you in a box and tell you, you're going to be something or some way. And you have to be committed, convicted in your vision. Like you have to be committed. You have to be more convicted than anyone else. No one else right. is going to, Be as convicted as you. Like you, you have to have that just extreme conviction, and I, and that's what's ultimately like when I first started. You know, it was like a long, grueling process. Nobody believed in it really. You know, it was a handful of people that I had, but nobody really believed in it. It It's just like, oh yeah, like okay, good luck. Like you're such a young guy. Like good luck, bud. Like, yeah. And I was just like, like no, I cool. Like I, I don't need you to understand. Like I don't need anyone to understand. Like you will simply see. That's, that was my mentality. And it's still it still is. It still is. Like, I have some some wild fucking dreams, and I'm like, I don't need anyone to understand them or think that they're possible. It's like, I, I know through God they are, and they'll, they'll just see. They'll see. Yeah.
0: And that's why, you know, I think it's time for men to stop, you know, doing a bunch of talk, you know, quit, you know, being, you know, basically just talking about your dreams and hopes and everything you want to do and start taking action to, to achieve those. Now, there's nothing wrong, I think, in the initial part to prove people wrong, but you don't want to always have that chip that you always have something to prove wrong. And stop proving yourself right. And that's something we don't mm-hmm. always focus on. Prove to yourself that you can do this. So, for example, for Matt, it's like, prove to yourself that you can make Elevate, like one of the top tier, you know, fitness coaching, support groups on Discord that just develops that community. Like, prove to yourself that you can do this. Prove to yourself that you have. The abilities that god has given you and the grit and the will to make sure it happens and of course we know life not everything is going to go perfectly planned There's going to make mistakes there might be a little bit of loss in revenue but what lessons can you take from it to learn from it to not make sure those mistakes are repeated
1: yeah and i actually just you know had a conversation with one of my guys who works within the business and i was just like I was like, I honestly, you know, being 20 years old, I'm just focused on how many times can I fail? I just want to fail a bunch of times. Like, I just want to fail. I want to go bigger and fail. If I fail, it's fine. Because guess what? If I have $0 in my bank account at 25 and nothing to show for it, big deal. Like, I still have time. Like, I want to just gain as much skills, knowledge, and experience as possible And ultimately until I have a family, that is, that is my big approach is like, I just want to gain skills, experience, and knowledge. And then once I have a family, like, okay, I'll start stacking bread or actually laying a foundation. Like right now, I just want to go further, faster, as many failures as possible, as many mistakes as possible. Cause I know that that's just ultimately how you learn, you know, you, you don't learn from, from not getting in the game and sitting on the sidelines and reading books and listening to podcasts. It's just like you said, you know, minute of action. Like men of action, action is fucking everything. So get in the game, get off the sidelines. And if you're somebody who's been on the sidelines with that vision that God has called you for, with that vision, you just feel on your heart. You know, you felt that pressure. You feel that challenge. You know, you should be doing more. You feel it. You feel it. If you're somebody who's listening and you you know, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, get in the game, get in the game. Get off the fucking sidelines because time needs to be on your side. It needs to be on your side. And experience, man, experience is everything. When you when you start playing, that's when you start actually leveling up, sitting on the sidelines, waiting for day one. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get you anywhere.
0: Yeah, and just go off the, the biggest heart you can, knowing that if this is what guys called you to do, think of how much of a disservice it would be not to help someone in need. How much it would be a disservice to you and not calling off something that you really want to do. You know, everything we do in life is to serve and help someone else. The gifts and talents that we have is meant to help someone else. We've all been given a gift. Doesn't matter who you are, you have a gift. Doesn't matter the obstacles or the you know, the obstacles or barriers or some mental health challenges in your life. You have an ability to help someone else. You have an ability to serve somebody. You just have to find out what is your role. What can you do in this moment of time? How can you be a friend that a friend would need at this time, that you would need? And go out there and just do the best you can. I always say, if you're trying, you're winning. If you're trying and you fall and you get back up and you fall and you get back up and you just don't quit and you say, I'm not going to quit this time. I'm going to keep going straight. I'm going to keep going strong. Then you are a winner. And you got to start believing that. You got to start saying to yourself, I'm not that loser I was at 20, at 15. I'm a better version than I am now. And I can't wait till I'm. Like, I just turned 30. I turned 30 a couple weeks ago.
1: Happy birthday, man.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You know, I know it was about close to a month ago at this point, but still it's like, I can't tell you how many people my age are like, oh, man, I'm old. I'm 30. I'm like, I just jumped on a fence the other day to help my mom put up some trees and everything. I'm like, hey, I'm young. I'm not going to call myself old. You know, climb those trees, getting everything kind of hooked in, sunker. So that way, because we, in Michigan, we had a really bad like snowstorm it's mm. like ah trees are gone like just gone and so you know what real climate tree i'll do it so don't call yourself old because the moment you call yourself old the moment that's the moment you're gonna start not taking care of yourself you guys you gotta be young you guys be spry that could be 30 40 50 80 i only say you're old when you're 100 because then you've literally seen everything then you're done <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you, your time is up you can you can chalk it up to i'm just too old now at that point well yeah.
0: you can't really say that because my dad knows a guy who bowled at 102 and bowled pretty like a pretty good score so uh sheesh yeah so like 100, that's a whole this like level. this was like years and years ago but a guy was like 102 and the only time he would drive would be to the bowling alley and because bowling is like huge in michigan and right. this guy like I, i can't remember how high he scored but he scored like hi so if a 102 year old can go bull what can you do what potential could you have I know the
1: sky's the limit for me man I got God behind me mm-hmm. and i I truly feel limitless I, I won't even you know I, I yeah there's fear there's anxiety there's nerves of course but I, I truly feel limitless in the in these moments um, and I can't wait to look back on these these times. Like, I know I'm writing a story that's just going to be shared um, with millions. And I just can't wait to look back on times like this and just be like, fuck, yeah. Like, 20 years old, just on fire and limitless. And, and I, like you said, like, I hope this is a feeling I never lose. Like, I, I don't see a foreseeable future where I lose it. I don't know how that could be possible. But I'm sure any 20-year-old would probably say that, you know. So, I don't know. That would be arrogance to think that there's, there's not um, a – a possible deviation from this path.
0: Yeah, I, don't know. I, mean, I remember I was 20 and there was probably, it might've been just the people I was hanging out with, but it was more so a lot of questioning. You know, can they have this opportunity? Can they help people? And, or it was the complete opposite. It was almost prideful that they were gonna be the ones to save everybody else versus being humble in spirit and knowing that there's something God's called you to do and you're gonna do it to the best of your ability. So I would say, I would say that like you are more like on that middle ground where you feel limitless, and you, but you still acknowledge like of that fear, but you're not going to allow that fear to stop you. And you're going to take it and then you're going to take it to the next level and, man, I just see you continue to grow and grow and develop and just get into like, by time you're 25, i sure you're going to be a game changer in the world, without a doubt.
1: Can't imagine. I can't imagine. Like, I, I've only been in business for a year now. I'm actually coming up on my one-year anniversary. Oh, hey, I, congratulations. Nice. I appreciate it, brother. And I, I just, I could not imagine if you give me another decade. I just, I, it's just mind-boggling. It's like, well, it's been yeah. one year? Like, if, what happens when I'm 30, when I've been in this game for 10 years? Oh, like, you're
0: going to be ahead of, of a lot of people because most people start businesses, you know, I know this generation with obviously with Twitter, you know, I think being more of an opportunity be more of a, whether you're a sole entrepreneur or just an entrepreneur in general is you typically don't really, people don't really typically saw that till like their mid twenties, early thirties, really. So, I mean, the fact that you're starting at 20 years old is you're going to be ahead of a potentially, if you keep it up, keep God at the forefront, you know, keep money where it's just meant to, you know, keep you alive, really. And have enough to maybe give back, and not be consumed by numbers and everything. I mean, and just love God to take care of you. That's gonna be the game changer.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and money is definitely a, uh, <laughs> a powerful force.
0: <laughs> of course, so we need it to <laughs> survive. I mean, we need money to survive, invest, grow, and take care of people.
1: Yeah, and I think it should be viewed as as a resource. Like yes. I, I. You know, a lot of believers or Christians or just just people of faith, they believe like money is bad, money is evil. And I just think that that's just ludicrous to have that, uh, that approach. Like I want as much money as possible. Like anyone listening to this, like, yeah, I want to serve people. Yeah, I want to help people. Right. I want to acquire as much money as possible because guess what? The more money I have, I can host an event in Houston that's coming up on Wednesday. Like I can... Make better content to attract more people to influence people more and show right. them the grace of God. Like, I want as much money as possible because it is a resource and a tool to further the kingdom and to further my influence and my impact on other people. So, like, if if you're somebody who's listening to this and maybe you've had that like thoughts about, you know, money is bad. Like, I need to give it all away or donate it. Like, yeah, like that that can come in there, but like, I want to acquire as much as possible and just yeah. use it use it to empower this this limitless belief and i, I don't think god is going to give me it until i am ready for it too so like i know like as much money as that, I that. That would now we're talking about
0: wisdom right here now that's that's wise man to say that
1: appreciate that brother so i'm i'm excited man i'm excited for what's to come um a lot of big things happening inside of elevate and i mean on the twitter timeline as well so i'm pumped brother
0: yeah definitely do. and the one you know the one thing that people forget in that in that bible verse what talks about money being evil is the love of money where it's that greed where you want more and more of it but you want it more for selfish reasons because you want to either go on the fanciest trip or you want to dine at the best places or be around a certain people so it's really money is meant to you know make sure you have enough money to fund the mission and then take care of people so, as long as you have that servitude mindset on it, that's what's going to make the key difference of one who accumulates a lot of money and one who doesn't, because it's how you use it. Like you said, it's a resource. It's how you use it. If you use it correctly, you're going to be taking care of people and people are going to trust you. If you don't, you're going to misuse it. Then people are going to, that's when people think you're going to get kind of stingy or what have you. Mm, so, like that. as we kind of wrap up today, how, what would you want to leave someone up today? Someone who, a man who's not taking action, not really doing anything with like how what's something that you would say to them to encourage them to motivate them to acquire that discipline needed to become a man of action. What advice would you give them, that?
1: I think it it completely is in alignment. And like you said, you know, it's it's the slogan. Action is everything. Action is everything. You know, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, like good that you're trying to acquire skills and resources and develop knowledge, but Go use it. Go use it. Like, don't read 10 books. Read a chapter of a book and go apply. Go listen to one podcast. Go apply. Go take action. Take bites, take action. Take bites, take action. Just keep taking action because action is everything. You're going to learn more through getting in the game and taking fucking action than you will reading a thousand books.
0: Without a doubt. You heard it from Matt. Start taking action. Start planning this up. You're reading your books and start living life take a risk so that you can go from inaction to becoming that man of action hey that's inside you it's inside you just need to pull out believe in yourself not give up this has been the man of action podcast thanks for joining and stay tuned for our next episode matt thanks again for coming on the podcast
1: thank you for having me brother It was a ton of fun man
0: all right everyone take care and have a blessed day